What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. What's good? So I'm back with a returning guest this time, so I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. What's up? My name is Demario McCowan out in Las Vegas, and this is my second time on the podcast, so let's let's get it. Yeah. Um, last time was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Had to turn myself on people and, and whatnot. But um, that was it. Was pretty good. So I really do appreciate uh, you uh, even coming out on that spontaneous trip. You know, like I didn't know what it was gonna be like, but we all had a good time. Yeah, that was like perfect timing. That was fun. I was I was listening to that podcast of the day. Oh, yeah. I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what it was going to be, but you know, once you get a few shots in people, <laughs> yeah, anything can happen. Anything can happen. So, um, from tell us about from then to now, what have you been up to? Man, how long ago was that? I feel like it's been so long. It was August? It was August. Okay. Dang, it feels like some years. Um, I've just been working, man, building my businesses and, uh, you know, focus on doing that and, and becoming a better leader within the couple groups that I'm in. Awesome, that's awesome. So what businesses do you have? You said what businesses? Yes. For the people that don't so know. I yeah, so I have a um real estate business where I invest in properties as well as we have Airbnbs. Um the second business, kind of the main thing I do is uh we rent out cars through platforms like Turo and Hire Car. And um the third business I actually create digital products and teach people different things about finances, how to get into uh, the rental car space um, in particular. That's awesome. That's awesome. So would you say that you're successful? Um, that's an interesting question. I think in other people's eyes, I think they think I'm successful based off of like the things that I have. Me more so, I realized after making a certain amount of money that I wasn't ever really chasing the money. I I was chasing the money, but I realized I just love the journey of actually being an entrepreneur. So I would say I feel pretty successful. I feel like there's a lot more that I could accomplish as far as impact. So that's kind of what I'm focused on. So what would you say your success is based off? You said, what do I think I'm successful based off of? What do you think your definition of success, what is it based off of? Um, I think impact, I know a lot of people think it's like money, but I mean, I, you know, I made six figures already and I realized to me, it's like, how do I empower more people? I really believe in inspiring others. So the more people, I think success would be like, I already do what I want now. So <laughs> the more, I, I think it would be teaching people to be better than what I've done, right? Like almost passing the torch. 
I think that's the bigger I can make the community and teach people is the level of success, success I believe. Okay. Um, so what would you say the last thing that you learned about yourself was? The last thing? Um, I guess I, I like a challenge. Yeah. Okay. I realized that today. <laughs> I realized that today. How so? Um, how did I realize it? Yeah. I was actually thinking in terms of like relationships, right? I believe like kind of the things that we do in, in, in life is how we do anything, so how we do everything. So um, I was thinking about like all the girls that I've dated. I never really dated a girl that was interested in me as soon as she met me. Like she, there, most of the girls I've dated were not interested in me. And I like the challenge of like, okay, they're not like, oh, wow, this guy has money or, oh, wow, look at what he's accomplished. So I like, oh, okay. And I realized that with that, I'm like, all the things that I've done was always working like that. So I grew up, you know, I, I got kicked out of high school. I got kicked out of, I got kicked out of every school. Let's put it that way from, from, uh, like kindergarten and up, like every school I was getting kicked out. I never always liked, like, I didn't listen. And I realized like everybody thought I was crazy when I was growing up. Like they literally thought like I had a problem at ADHD and stuff. So, um, but that right there of the challenge is like, no, you, I'm going to prove you guys wrong. And I did, you know, in the success of, you know, money and building a business. So I, I realized that today actually. So in, in terms of the relationship, do you ever, once you've gotten quote unquote the goal, do you get tired? Like, do you get tired of it and go to the next thing? Uh, just in regular life? I don't, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I do. Um, <laughs> I feel like I do, to lack of better words. Yeah, it's like one of those things I remember. Um, I referred this to something the other day. But it's like you you go so hard for something or whatever, and then once you got it, you just change up because it's it's not not that it's not fun anymore, but it's just like uh, there's like um, there's this saying that says um, it says um, I missed you more than I ever actually loved you, meaning that like I miss the idea, I miss having you, I miss all these things or whatever. But actually, you it has nothing to do with you. So like just with the chase, like you know, I like the chase. I like to get to know you, get to do all these things or whatever. It's the excitement. But once I have you, then the excitement is gone. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think that's like that's what like most of the stuff, like especially being an entrepreneur. I'm like, I want to do a bunch of different things. I'm like, ah, I'm bored of doing this. But I had to get um, better at not doing that because then you just pick it up and start it. And then it's like it's a weird thing. It's like almost being addicted to just the chase and i realized like nah like i have to tell myself though it's it's a battle i have to tell myself like no we have to continue doing this one thing um in my businesses and even like in my relationships i feel like i have to like i try to look at the more positives instead of the negatives so that's like a daily thing like let me look at the positives of the situation because you know when i'm not with the person that i'm with then i'm like damn I, I want to be with that person. So um, it's a daily thing, man. It's a daily thing. Yeah, I just realized more so recently. So I don't know if you're into astrology or anything like that. I'm not super into astrology. However, I know like I've always heard that like old Aries, which is my sign, that they are, um, um, what's the word, um, impatient. 
And I'm like, no, I have a lot of patience, but I realized recently, like just with certain things, I'm like, oh, I'm really, I, I do this because I'm impatient. Like I will, if someone's explaining something to me, it could be a story. If the story starts to be too long, I will tune out. Like just get to the point and just how I yeah. deal with anything, with any type of conversation or whatever. Like I'm straightforward. So sometimes I come off rude. It's not because I'm trying to be mean, but I'm just trying to be quick with whatever I have to say because my attention span it, it comes and goes. Oh, that makes sense. Definitely from the <laughs> we're out of the cabin. That makes sense. <laughs> Why? You like I was patient there? No, I just remember, like, I could tell, like, yeah, he's tuning out. Yeah. Like, when we're talking, so I'm like, that's how I am. I'm like, listen, just tell me the end of the story, okay? Yeah. We'll, we'll work backwards exactly. together on what's going on. But tell me the, the main point. And then that's like, people will tell the story or whatever, and then they'll tell a side story of the story to lead up to it. And I'm like, you didn't even need to tell the beginning part of that. Like that was irrelevant. Like, <laughs> uh, so if I'm really close to you, like I, I would, I'll cut you off and just be like, get to the point. Like, and I remember this one time I remember said, uh, one of my friends, um, it, and I feel like we do this as humans. Um, like we'll be like, Oh, how are you doing? And normally the answer is just like, Oh, I'm good. Even if you're bad, you're just supposed to say good. And I remember I asked my homie Kevin, I'm like, Oh, how are you doing? Kevin? Kev, or no, he asked me. He said, I'm good. And I was like, well, how are you doing? And he's, and then he just started, like, listing everything that he was going through. And I was like, Kevin, Kevin, stop, stop, stop. And he's like, what? I was like, I was just trying to be polite. I really don't care. <laughs> and then, like, you should have seen his face. Then I felt bad. And I'm like, but since yeah. you wanted to talk about it, you can continue. Like. <laughs> but I've gotten a lot better since then. <laughs> That's good. I, that's good. I realize I, uh, in conversations I have, I, I'm usually trying to, I'm in conversations usually about progression. So if I'm not inspired or I'm not feeling like somebody's inspired by the conversation, it's almost like it's hard. It, it's, it, I find, I think the struggle for me is having conversations where I'm like, what was the point? Like, yeah. what, like, what was the point of that? And it's very hard for me to hear people just tell me like their problems. If I ask you what's up and it's like, tell me like, Oh dang, like do you want advice or what? Cause I'm gonna try to give you some advice, but if not, I just hearing you then, Oh my God, it's hard. Nah. Those are the things that are hard for me. <laughs> like I went to school for that. I'm a life coach too. So I can listen to people stuff, but I need them to let me know ahead of time. If you're at, if you want advice or you just want me to listen. Because if you don't let me know ahead of time, I'm probably going to give you advice or not advice, but I'll, I'll ask a few questions to kind of see, you know, try to get you to see what I already seen because I don't necessarily believe in giving advice just for the simple fact that this stuff doesn't work out the way that you uh, thought it would because I gave you that advice. You're going to sit there and blame me now. So um, I, I will not be the blame of anybody's problems. Um, They're kind of like. You're kind of like asking questions for them to do a self-reflection, exactly. themselves, some sort of yeah. And I, I get what you're answers. saying too about like the conversation not going nowhere. So like, I don't think they listen to my podcast, but if they do, they go know that this is about them. So this this girl um, that I met, and I've never in my entire life of living met somebody that is so boy crazy. Um, like not even thirsty, dehydrated. <laughs> and i'm just like and you're telling me you don't want to be sleeping with this person which is fine but you keep doing it and then you're coming up with excuses and then the next you see somebody else and you start talking to them and like 
So we had this full conversation, and I'm like trying to make her see, like, you know, what she's doing wrong, and try to figure out what the issue, so she can pinpoint what why she's doing the things she's doing. So she was like, "Oh, that was good," and she's like, "That is true." Like, and I thought we had a breakthrough. Not literally five minutes after that, she went over there and went to go talk to this other dude, and I'm like, "Now you just wasted my time." Like, if I would have known that you just didn't really care, lead with that, so I don't have to waste my time because. Now I'm just like irritated because I could have left a long time ago. Yeah, that'd be the thing too. Giving me the whole thing, go through a whole thing, and they they still go back and do something. And I'm just like, especially like in my space, I'm like, you want to become successful in their eyes, right? You guys want to follow the blueprint. You guys buy my products. You guys get on the the worst thing is when people pay pay for a strategy call. They'll get on the strategy call. I'm like, oh, you know, cool, pay me, that's fine. But I really don't like. Like the money's cool, but I don't want to talk to you if you're gonna get a strategy call and you're not gonna go implement because then it's pointless. There's nothing to show. I get no testimonial. You just yeah. spent 30 minutes talking to me for what? That's when it's just like very frustrating. I'm just like, man, like you paid for the advice. I told you literally step by step on how to achieve, and then come back and ask the same questions. Um, that's so that's definitely in my space. That's frustrating. Yeah, I feel that for sure. So what would you say your greatest strength is? Um, I don't really ever look at a problem too big. I'm all, I'm, I'm mostly in solution mode here and here and there. I'm like, eh, like, nah, today's just, I'm done for the day. Yeah. But every day I'm like, I was really taught to create solutions. So I think that's my biggest, I, I know that's my biggest strength. You know, I haven't really been in a situation where I'm like, whether it's a money situation or it's a life situation, like, oh, damn, like, this is it. This is the it's, this is the, the thing that takes me out, or this is the thing that I can't come back from or overcome. I feel that. I like that. Um, so you, you always look at the, what is the saying, the glasses half full instead of half empty kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. So tell us something that you can't tolerate. I can't? What? You can't tolerate. Besides the things you've already named. <laughs> um, I'll tell you something I dislike. Um, I think the biggest thing for me, it is in like just dealing with people um, and being not inspired. And I'll go like, just not motivated. Like some people just around us are not motivated. They're not inspired. They don't have a why. And I empathize with them because I have a, I, I think, you know, my why is definitely to help people in the financial aspect and help them understand that stuff. So I actually enjoy what I do, right? Every day I do this. So um, it, I find it very challenging to be around people that are not inspired. Whether you're an entrepreneur, there's a lot of people already in the entrepreneur space that are not. There's a lot of people that aren't in the entrepreneur space, a lot of people that are around me, um, and I find that to be one of like the hardest things to deal with. I feel like it's like we're either adding to the positive energy or we're adding to the negative energy. And as soon as someone's like not inspired, not motivated, like they're getting up around me and they're just like stuck. I think that's the hardest thing for me to deal with. Cause I'm just like, like, dude, I gotta go. Like I'll, I'll, I'll start packing. I gotta go. I'll go to a cafe. Like whether if it's my family or something, like I've cut people off for that. Like close people in my life. Like I can't, like, it's just too much. So I'm really into like energy and stuff. And, um, that's something I can't, I can't deal with. I feel that. Um, 
I'm gonna play a song right now, but it's bothering me. You have like lint on your eyebrow. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got it. Yeah, you're good. Um but yeah, I'm gonna play a record. They told me, man. Uh, well he was talking or whatever and I was just like I can't let him, you know. My bad, my bad. Um but I'm gonna play a record right now. Um this one is by Trevor Jackson and it's called Ride the Wave. You can get this off my playlist right now. Terrell Garnett presents Vibe Sold Separate. Let's get into it. Post a pic with your body in the camera Like it's the greatest thing ever And you can't help but let it snow, baby, no, baby You know there ain't nothing better And you know we won't forget it You on the ground, I see you living Oh, how you make it so easy, easy to love you, baby Post a pic, drive the world crazy Got my timeline lit, girl, I'm Girl, I'm going crazy You make it so easy to love you, baby When you find out you look so amazing Got the whole world going crazy And we all just want to ride the wave oh, Tell me how you do what you do to me, yeah What's a fly boy gotta do? And say some shit to get to you Tell me what I gotta do Cause I know it ain't easy But I know it's all magic We can run the town We can make some bad habits Again, that's Trevor Jackson Ride the Wave I actually really like that song Um, So just to get back into some more dialogue um, I'm like trying to think what I asked you on the last podcast Because I don't want to ask you any of those questions again But it's been so long and I didn't want to sit through two hours of listening to that podcast again. <laughs> I cannot. I could not even listen to it. Yeah, I couldn't I, hear much. So what, once I put them out, <laughs> I never listened back to them. I don't even edit them anymore. Well, I didn't edit that. Well, I did go through that one only because he asked me to take something out of it, and um, I don't think I did. <laughs> now that I think about it, I don't think I could find what he wanted me to take out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. How did you do that? Right? <laughs> There's so much in those. There's like, what's like an intermission and everything? Yes. It was like two different um, recordings, right? Yeah. I listened to one that was like the intermission, like, oh no, I'm recording right now. I felt deep. Like when we're there, the experience was, was real deep. Yes, but... <laughs> it really was. It's a different experience. And then when you listen back to it, it's like, oh damn, <laughs> this is a train <laughs> What are these guys talking about? <laughs> No, seriously. No, I, no, pause. I thought that when we were there, what are you talking about? Because I remember looking at you and you're making a face at me and I'm making a face like, what the? Like, um, he just kept getting one, more drunk and drunk and it just... One shot too, yeah, lady. I, I feel like if we didn't do the intermission, we would have been fine. Because that's when we broke off and we started to drink and then we were talking or whatever. And then I was like, oh, let me just push record, you know? Um, if we didn't stop in the middle or take a break, then I felt like we would have been chill. Um, 
That was a fun. That was a fun podcast. I was, I, even, I was like, man, this is cool. A couple of shots, but then after like four shots, I was like, okay, I don't think we're making sense. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish we would have uh, filmed the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, um, that been good. And that was it was a, a cool experience. Something something different. Um, so to get a little personal, how do you how do you deal with emotional pain? I don't. I don't know. I don't think I do. I feel like that's my first response would be I don't. Like I was looking back like at all the things. I do, you know, now I'm do some therapy. Um I've done it on and off and I meditate. However, I don't really I don't really feel like I've like oh I'm in pain for like multiple days. Like I know people experience that, like, oh like you know, like so maybe some breakups, like I'll feel sad, but and then I look back like eh, a couple of days later, I'm like, it didn't really mean anything. I guess I honestly just like, I just kept working. And now I realized that it caught up to me. Like I can't, you know, my level of success was just money before. And once I started hitting certain money goals, I'm like, okay, this is great and all, but now I want time. So then I focus on getting my time. Now I'm kind of focused on like <clears throat> lifestyle, like, more meditation, um, doing some therapy, different things like that. So I can go back and, and grieve on some of the things, some of the losses that I have, because I feel like I haven't, I just was like, Nope, I'm gonna keep working. Oh, I don't got the time. I can't, I can't be sad. I got stuff to do. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at now. No, I feel like I can kind of, kind of relate to that. I feel like for me, I'm a very much a person that likes to, um, be there for everybody. I like to uh, help everybody out in, in some some shape or fashion. I, I really enjoy that. Um, however, um, like some stuff happened towards the end of the year. Like uh, my little brother got into a really bad motorcycle accident, um, and he almost passed away. Uh, God forbid he didn't. Then the best friend that I had at the time we fell off, and we're no longer friends. And like so, there was so much different things happening all around the same time frame. So then right after, like, that stuff died down, one of my good friends, oh, moved in, Jerry, moved in, and um, I thought that was only going to be for three weeks, and it turned out to be three months. <laughs> okay, and, okay. And because he was here, I still felt like I had to kind of take care of or, like, make sure he was good or whatever, so I wasn't able to focus on myself. So mm-hmm. I wasn't, like... I didn't realize at the time, but I w- it was actually affecting me. Like, I was happy. That wasn't the issue. But, like, I stopped doing podcasts. I stopped being productive. I st- and I realized that, like, I cannot, like, like, something has to change. I can't focus on people anymore because unless I'm getting a check for it, <laughs> like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do it no more because it's, it's, it's a draining, depleting me, I guess you would say. Um so, but I get what you're saying with the, the whole aspect. Like, yeah, I just keep it pushing. Like, you know, like when something happens, I'm just like, oh, well, I've been through worse, so I'm not going to cry over this. Um, yeah, and, that's how I was. Yeah, just keep it pushing. Um, and then a lot of times people think that I don't care about certain things because I don't, I don't react to them. I'm not that type of emotional. Um, not, it just doesn't mean I don't care. I just don't show emotion with certain things. I'm not a crier. I'm not, you know, like that should happen. That hurt me, but okay, you know, it's going with the next. Uh, I think people get 
numb to the uh the fact and I, a lot of it's like upbringing too like i grew up where it was like like you do the wrong thing that's life and death like i literally grew up in a lot of, i had to grow up fast even though i was the youngest interesting enough there was a lot going on um you know I'm not a square person in any means. So like that lifestyle of being in the so-called underworld, right. Um, came with like, no, that's a life and death decision. You go, you want to go to a party? Well, you could die. You could literally get shot if you go to the party. So you have to decide, is it really worth it? Like what? I'm like 16 years old having to make these decisions. Like, Hmm. Okay. Is it really worth a two hour party? And now as an adult, I'm like, <clears throat> it was bad. Like I'm like, didn't like going to concerts. I don't like going anywhere. Like, I'm like, no, like always watch it over my back. So I stopped doing a lot of that stuff that I was brought up in. However, it's like having to retrain the fact that that's not the mindset anymore. That's not the mindset of like, I have to just keep doing this. You know, now it's like, I want to meditate. Now I want to do peaceful things and do stuff that like is activity to a concert without thinking something's going to happen or having to make the decision like, huh, is, is this my... Is this concert going to be worth it? Just in case. Yeah. I mean, stuff does happen, right? But that's being in survival mode from five years old, literally, right, to 24 years old. And that's when I said, you know what, that's that's one thing I have to break. So now more so I'm like, it's okay to like, you know, have these. I'm an empathetic person. I think it is hard to show like, show emotion sometimes and to me, for, for me, it's actually like making time. Yeah. Like if I have a conversation, I'm, you know, we're, I'm going to be upset. Like that takes time. It literally takes time to have to like grieve and like do all these things. And I never felt like I had enough time to say, you know, it's okay to do these different things. So now I'm getting used to like, when I go to the gym, like if I'm at the gym, when I'm being trained, that's one hour, no one can interrupt. I don't care what's going on in my business. That's the only time that I'm like, I don't care what happens. I look at my phone, like whatever. So that like little things like that has helped, um, like give me some self-reflection time and like time to feel. No, I feel, I feel that 100%. Yeah. I, um, I was watching this thing on, on, um, earrings, um, Instagram. It was like real housewives of Beverly Hills or one of them. And I guess one of the ladies on there, her, father died and the other lady had said like you know shit happens to everybody (laughs) and it's so heartless but like that's not that i would have said that but that's what i would have thought like shit happens like you know like you still came on this trip so like i don't want to see you crying (laughs) like kind of thing like and people come to me about certain things or whatever and i'll feel bad for them but i'm just like like shit happens like you know like it for a lack of better terms or whatever like i'm sorry that you're going through this situation i'm sorry that that happened to you but you know how many people have it worse like and that's just how i i always think like so much somebody has it way worse than you and you're complaining about nothing i can't stand if there's something i can't tolerate is a complainer like don't come to me complaining about something like just how you say you're solution solution oriented like just don't come to me with your problems. Like, unless you want me to help you fix them or resolve something, don't, I don't want to hear it. Like even at my job with my employees that I have, like my one rule, I don't, like don't complain to me about anything. If you don't like something, then just keep that to yourself. <laughs> I definitely don't want to. Hear it. 
I sound a little yeah, heartless right now. <laughs> I was big, <laughs> but I sound kind of heartless. <laughs> I, it, you know, I feel like, but to me, there's a lot of people that um, will say certain things, but they really mean that. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But it's really kind of like, uh, like who gives a fuck? Like yeah. in a nice way. So it's like, I rather people just be straight up. Like there's some people that like, I'm more empathetic. Like, you know, I get that and different things like that. Um, I just I have, sometimes I just don't know what to say. Like if someone's complaining, I'm just like, depends what it is. But if it's about money, don't. I'm the worst person to complain to because I'll start doing the math and realize like, really bro like i've seen you out every weekend that's yeah. why you don't have money it's simple and see when i when, i think it's when you add logic to it right when emotional situation occurs and for people money is like an emotional thing right because it's your hopes and your dreams and all these different things it's an illusion in my mind right and a piece of paper and people come to me and they'll say stuff and i'm just like so why don't you just like cut your cable off <laughs> oh no i can't do that i can't cut my cable off i can't like and they tie an attachment to it. And that's when I'm like, I don't have that attachment, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. So that's, I, my thing is when I'm talking to people, it comes down to like, when I start hitting them with the logic, it's like, no, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear the logic to what you're saying. So half the time, I just don't know what to say. Because I'm coming from the logic standpoint. Like, really? You've been upset for three days now over money. And you still like, especially when people don't have money. Right? They don't, they say they don't have money because they spend excessively. And then they're like, but I'm going to go on a trip in two weeks. I'm like, how are you guys going <laughs> on more trips to me <laughs> every other week? So that's, that's a challenge, man. I just try to keep my mouth closed. When I hear stuff now, I'm just kind of like me more. So like, how do I get out of this conversation without, you know? So yeah, if I'm with somebody and we're all in the conversation, you'll start seeing me like slowly ease out of the conversation. Like, <laughs> And I'll be, that's how I do it. You know, nah, try to I, be neutral though. I, I'm very more, much more outspoken. Like, I don't know. I just don't know how to, sometimes I don't know how to keep my mouth shut. And, unless I know that it's going to come out really, really rude, then I won't say anything at all. Like, but most, nine times out of ten, I'm just like, you sound stupid. Like, especially my, my, my uncle, my uncle Luther, like, I give it to him so raw. Like, and what was he talking about? He was saying about his child support is so expensive and he has his three kids or whatever. And my son's like mad. He said that he feels like I left him, but I didn't leave him because, you know, like some stuff happened with me and his mom. And then I got, got locked up or whatever. And I'm like, well, you're in a different city now. So are you there? And he's all like, no. I was like, so then you left. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, like, make it make sense. So, like, you, so you did leave him. Like, he was like, I, I don't want to hear this right now. You brought it up, like, um, but let me get, let me play another record. Um, and actually, uh, while we're going around on this theme, there's this unreleased song, wrong phone, by um, Three LW, um, that I got the exclusive. Um, let me find it because I do want to play this record because it, it's very much kind of what we're talking about how um, sometimes it's just not all about you and this is actually it's not all about me by 3LW y'all can't get this anywhere <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. 
talks about how like she's complaining because she's running late to work or whatever and like there's traffic on the freeway and then she finds out later that it was actually her friend in a car accident and she was complaining about something and her friend just got killed uh, um so it's like someone always has it worse so it's not all about it's not all about <coughs> us like sometimes so i try to keep that in my mindset all the time i try never co- to complain because at the end of the day no one wants to hear that <laughs> um, right and you know but um uh, interesting question I have for you is what mistake have you made that has changed your life for the better? Mm. Not really a mistake. I don't know. I don't really. I don't make mistakes. I would say, <laughs> I would say, fuck up. I don't know. Like mistakes to me, like I think people, I think it sounds like like regret, but um, something that that messed me up. Um, was when I was younger, I went, I went to juvie, uh, four felonies, saw with a deadly weapon, robbery with a deadly weapon. And interesting, um, at the time before that, um, I went up getting a couple thousand dollars and in a, in a not so good way. And the crazy thing was, um, <clears throat> after I went to juvie, I was like on probation, like for like a year and, we wind up moving. We had to move from one side of town to the other side of town because the judge was like, look, if you guys mess with this kid again, it's a wrap, boy. Like, mm-hmm. you should be glad you didn't get sent up. Yeah. And <clears throat> I was 17 at the time, and they didn't charge me as an adult. So I'm like, you know what? All right. I literally did 24 classes that year. It was like in a credit retrieval class, uh, school online. I did 24 classes, got 12 credits. But being on probation kept me disciplined. I was scared, man. I was nervous. I was nervous for the probation officer. She never even came to my house, but I was nervous. So I was on the straight and narrow. I couldn't drive because they took my license. So I literally had to bus it. Like, this was humble. I never had to take the bus like yeah. that because I had to. I used to do it because, like, be just like, hey, let's go take the bus or something. Like, you know, like, so um, that helped me really see that I was actually quick at learning things. Because most of high school, I didn't do anything. I went to high school to get out girls that get kicked out. So I had to get all these credits. And the, the counselor sat down 
And she looked at me, she said, it's, it's, it's possible, but she had very much doubt in her. I had, you know, 24 classes that I had to do. And on top of that, I would had to, I had to do all my proficiencies in one year. Um, I did it. They asked me to be valedictorian at the end. I told them no, but, um, it helped me realize how easy it was for me to learn. So after that, I was able at 18 to get my real estate license. You cut out. I can't, we can't hear you. You said 18, you got your real estate license. I still can't hear you. That's your bad, not mine. <laughs> Can you hear me now? It's on your end. What happened, Craig? You can't hear me anymore? I can hear you, but you don't sound like you're, you sound like you're coming through the actual phone, not your head, not your AirPod or your head headphones. Yeah, I took them out because I couldn't hear you. You took them out? All right, we live. We back. Okay. No, I think the the I think it like connected to my car. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of cars, so yeah. they were driving yeah. off. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I think I was Bluetooth. Oh, so they probably heard what I was saying. <laughs> What'd you say? I wasn't saying anything crazy. Just that I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I don't know what part you left you off. You left off that you got your real license at eighteen. Yeah. And then I was able to, I did a tax class at like 20, a couple of years ago. So that, right, that was actually really hard. Like there was a class of like 30 people. And I tell you the last day, only three of us showed up, only three of us showed up. They, so it really helped me figure out that I'm, I'm good at, um, you know, retaining information. That's awesome. How old are you now? If I, if I might ask. <clears throat> 24. See, you didn't retain that though. Cause you, you had to think about it. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think about that one. I'm almost 25 in July, so. July what? I'd be forgetting. I go on. July 24th. Um, so what would you say your self-worth is based on? Self-worth. What is it? What do I base it on? I don't really know. I don't think I've ever been asked that question. I think highly of myself. I guess like I feel like almost not being knocked down. <clears throat> like all the challenges and stuff, I pride myself on like um being able to be like resistant or resilient to these different things. Um I would say that. Okay. Yeah, um my um it's happened like twice. So I was at church and one of the girls was like, oh, I love that you're so confident. And I was like, well, that's my confidence is a part of me. Like if I wasn't confident, then I wouldn't be me. Um, and I was having this conversation with my little um, bro and um, he uh, was saying that he's cocky. And I was like, I'm definitely not cocky. Like, don't put that on me. Like you calling me cocky is disrespecting me because I'm definitely not cocky. I'm very, I'm a very humble person. Um, and I can, I was like, I come off, I may come off cocky just because of the way I carry myself. But I think that that's just my confidence. Like you may think I'm cocky. That's on you. But I know that I'm not cocky. Like I basically um, was telling him that 
like there's a, a clear difference. Like somebody can come out and they can be dressed maybe not even as nice as I am, but their fit looks so fresh on them that they look better than me that day. Even though my fit, my fit's still fresh, like you know, and I can be like, "Oh shit, dude, you look you look fire today," like you know, or tell the girl like, "Damn, you look hot today," like you know, kind of thing, and give props where props is due. Um, but I, I'm confident because I know that where I live in Ventura County, nobody else looks like me. Nobody else dresses like me. I, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm a trendsetter or anything like that, but I, I like to, you know. <laughs> He said almost. <laughs> yeah, almost. It is funny because um, my cousins are like, yeah, you know you kind of remind me of? It's Chris Brown. And I was like, I used to hate that. When I had short hair and I had a blonde, I used to get compared to Chris Brown all the time. I had got my nose ring. They're like, oh, then you try to be Chris Brown. So I got my second one done. So no one would compare me. And then like, like I want to say a couple weeks later, Chris Brown got his second one done. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even get, get out of this. And my cousin's all like, well, yeah, you do dress for us. I could say, like, Chris Brown kind of dressed like you or whatever. And I was like, I can't even I can't even lie to you, though. Like, there's some stuff that Chris Brown wears, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to cop that. Like, I'm going to steal that from him. You know, I might wear it a little different. Yeah. Like, I, co- I cop his style. I, I, I copy some stuff. Like, you know, I ain't going to hate. Um, but, no, my confidence, I feel like, is a... Uh, that's what I, I base my self-worth off of. I, I know that I am valuable. However, with that being said, I feel that sometimes I allow people to um, to cheapen me, I guess you could say. To cheat? What did you say? Cheapen me. So, for cheapen. instance. Cheapen, okay. So, so Break like, it down. I, I, for me to explain for the people that don't understand it's like I know that I'm worth a lot I know that I'm a very valuable person in people's lives however there's some stuff that I do for people that I probably shouldn't do and they don't take it for like they take it for granted and and it's just like I I shouldn't have done that for you like I gave you this when you didn't even deserve it like I myself because people that deserve it should get it so it's like I'm supposed to be at Target but I put myself on the shelves at Walmart like you know or, or i should say i should be at costco not everybody has a membership but i'm just you know throwing myself in walmart so anybody can get a piece you know um yeah um and that can be for like girls that you talk to or whatever the case is like you know like it's just i so i'm just like now i'm not going to depreciate my value i'm not going to be as you know a used car coming off the dealership like nah <laughs> um but um not, not me going on a little rant um if you can give just one piece of advice to a person that you feel that would change their life, what would it be? Um, I think it's simple. I think um, we could literally do anything that we put our mind to. And I know people say that all the time. They're like, yeah, whatever. I realize that mindset is the most important thing. So when we look back at school and I'm like, this was dumb. No, they were teaching us. They were teaching us stuff. They were teaching us little tidbits. It wasn't the schoolwork, right? It was a lot of the other stuff, the mindset. And I think that's the, one of the most important things. If you believe you can do it and you put action to it, you could do it. The problem is if you don't believe you can do it, there's no action to be done. You already said, I can't do it. I'm not going to try. That's the most important thing that sets the people that are winning, whatever we think that is or what we want. That's what's um, setting us 
from that is our mindset. Yeah, that's so funny that you say that. I had this conversation at work the other day, and I think it went over their head. They didn't understand what I was saying. But I was basically saying that everything starts in our mind. No matter what it is, whether it's doubt or happiness, everything starts in our mind. So your mind's like so powerful, and I think that we don't don't realize it. Like, uh, I, I'm not going to say that you can choose to be happy for because for some people that's not a possibility. They need medications. But for the rest of us, like, it's a choice. Like, if you go into a certain situation, like, I used to work at Perry Ellis many moons ago, and um, the boss there, um, his name is Rosalino, and I couldn't, he used to annoy the hell at me, so I hated going to work. Hated it. And then one day I woke up, and I was just, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have a good day today. Like, I'm not gonna let him bother me. I'm just going to just enjoy the day. And I went to work, and I had a good day. So out of everybody that I was so cool with, Rosalina was the, actually the only person I still talk to to, to this day. <laughs> so it literally it was just a, a shift in my mind, and, you know, and I was just like, oh, he's actually cool. Like, you know, so it, the mind is a powerful thing. I know it's so cliche to say, but it really is. You only get it and you get it. I, I learned that when I listened to uh, The Secret on the audio book and it talks about manifestation and once I did that in 2019, everything that I was thinking about and having the feeling it's more than just thoughts, right? But the thoughts are important. Um, it happened. And that's what I'm like, that's the biggest thing. That's what sets like the people that are really making moves. It's their mindset. Yeah. They say they could do whatever and they go do it. Have you, um, do you believe in like the numbers, you know, like if you see like, <laughs> certain numbers or whatever in a row like 222 or 1111 or whatever the case is in a row like angel numbers yeah do you believe in that stuff yeah i I believe in i believe in it because i I see 11 literally i see 1111 every single day for the for the past year and so the other day i finally was just like what does it even you know what i know i see it i know it means something but what does it mean and i was like oh it just means that you you can manifest something and i'm like oh shit you know what do i want like because i need to you know start working on it it's not just about um saying that you're going to do something you actually have to put the work into it and i feel like that's the same not to be all biblical but that's the same thing with prayer like you can pray all day but if you're not going to follow through god just ain't going like you know it just it doesn't life doesn't work that way like you have to put in some action your life's just not going to change because you prayed about it <laughs> it's it's literally like that's like i'm spiritual and stuff and i'm like i i'm religious so i'm like you know i believe in all these different things and i hear that all the time like people will pray i'm gonna pray i'm gonna pray i'm like like no god's like waiting for you to do an action, action. right there's time for us to like and i heard this um my uncle actually said he's a pastor out there and he was talking about like everything you want is already here. The only difference of you getting it or not is you getting it. And I'm like, he's like, you guys are seeing you're praying for stuff. I'm paraphrasing, of course. He's like, you guys are praying for stuff and it's here. God gave us certain things to be able to, you know, certain powers and certain things. And I really believe that. And, you know, I actually, a while ago when I, I went to Atlanta I think it was last year, June 19th, right? And we rented a Tesla. I just started doing the Toro business. Um, it was cool. Every car that I rented, the the Tesla, the BMW, I rented an Alfa Romero, all of those cars, I got. And the funny thing is when I got the cars, I didn't pay any money for the cars. People literally gave me their cars to manage for them. 
the exact same cars. Well, it's crazy because the one that we got, the BMW is the same color and everything. And then the Tesla, when I got the Tesla, I was laughing because I've been telling people I'm going to get a Tesla for months. I'm like, I'm going to get a Tesla. I'm going to get a Tesla. I had no clue, right? That's how it starts though. It starts with the thought and the I'm going to do it. And I'm still pinning it out and I'm still getting other cars. Somebody gives me a, a white Tesla. And then a week later, somebody hits me up. Oh, you have a Tesla? I want to give you another one. And I said, dang, I must have manifested, you know, over it because I got two Teslas. So you just have to truly, sometimes we just have to truly believe it. And um, that's the first step. And then the actions of giving value, I think that's what most people are missing is we're like, okay, well, what actions? I believe if you can give, if I want advice and I want game to make more money, I'm going to give what advice I can give somebody else. Right. So I believe in um, reciprocity and being able to give and to receive back. So I'm like, okay, I'm giving out content. I'm giving out free game. I'm giving out a blueprint to get a Tesla and I didn't have it. And then somebody gave me the Tesla. So I think a lot of it is that thought that, and then give value, give something back to the world, give something back to your people. And you will be, I truly believe people will be in a better place in the long run. I 100% agree with you. There's this uh, song by, I don't know who sings a song, but anyways, and it's like what I live by. Um, if you're blessed, pass it on kind of thing. Yeah, I know it's like so biblical, you know, Bible, but if they teach you in church, well, at least the black churches. <laughs> but if you get blessed and you're supposed to pass it on, that's just how, you know, how, how life works. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to play my last song and then I want to get some dialogue from you about it. This song I've heard recently um, by Davion Ferris, I believe his name is, and it's called um, Bad Guy. And it's my favorite song right now. And it's so real, uh, real to real, because I've been in certain situations like this. And um, I don't know if you have, but when you hear the song, you can uh, tell me. But yeah, this is literally my favorite song right now. Um, I actually need to get him on the podcast. I'm manifesting that right now. <laughs> I'm going to hit him up oh, after this. It's going to have to. Yeah. So here it is. Uh, Davion Ferris, bad guy. Funny whenever we chill, you'll just be texting away. Usually don't pay in no mind, but Something was different today Turning your phone trying to hide Damn, guilty ass look on your face I thought that we caught a vibe Clearly I made a mistake Shit. I hate being wrong My ego can't take it I hate giving up on things I put my faith in But you let me on Hoping you could profit I made you my focus, you made me an option, so you're the bad guy. Treat you like the truth and you still lie. Sometimes these girls be the bad guy. Bad guy. Trying to make me yours when you ain't mine. Sometimes these girls be the bad guy. If I'm not what you need, then you're free to leave. You've already thrown us off. Your apologies a little too late. This is 
situation where the female was the bad guy or are you just a heartbreaker um <laughs> i probably use the bad guy I was, uh, <laughs> if they just if they did something i was already doing something first <laughs> so it was like man girl i already got like, an actual girlfriend like you just you went off with that dude i had a girlfriend i remember one time one time <laughs> I I I was younger too. I just had I was with like a girl for a while and I didn't see her much. So I'm like, you know, I'm flirting with other girls. And I literally remember like kissing up on this other girl and like being at her house. I was trying to get like have two girlfriends. Like that was like always like the goal was like have two girlfriends. And I remember her friend, my girlfriend, her friend calls me one day. Mind you, I just broke up with her. I literally just broke up with her because I was sitting at the other girl's house. And she's like, you have a girlfriend? I'm like, not no more. Like, <laughs> we good. Like, I'm, I'm going to be with you. So uh, the other girl's friend calls me like, yo, she was kissing up on some dude and cheating. And I was like, I was really upset. And I was like, okay, I see. I see. I see. So I guess that would be that like the standard. main. That would be probably like the only situation. But obviously, I already you know I was already switching sides. So. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Nah, I, something happened to me, and I don't want to put nobody on front street. I highly doubt they're gonna listen to this. I don't care if the girl hears. Uh, I don't even talk to her. I didn't even know she. I didn't even know until the other day when I happened because I don't. I don't know if you check your stories and see who views your stories. Sometimes I, I don't do that. I, who, who, I don't care. Um, but anyways, I happened to check the other day and I was like, oh, she actually follows me. <laughs> like, I, cause I don't follow her. Like I thought I had blocked her, but clearly I didn't. Um, but she, uh, fucked my cousin at a party that I threw. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> I believe and, that. And, and I was heated, like heated, heated. And then she's going to like try to talk to me afterwards. Like. I know what you just did, like, in the bathroom. And I'm just like, and, like, you didn't even use protection. You were dirty, floozy, like, you know? Oh, um, yeah. And, um, yeah. I'm a very forgiving person. I forgave her. We're, we was cool after that. But um, she's a scallywag. She ended up, like, after that, cheating on her. She, Her best friend, she was um, messing with her, her boyfriend. And... She had, to, I had talked to her and I'm like, oh, dang. She's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to say the girl's name, but I don't think anybody knows them. But she's all like, we're going to use a, a stage name. She's all like, oh, um, have you talked to Kim? Um, and I'm like, no, nah, I haven't. She's like, yeah, she's crazy. And I'm just like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, she's in like a mental institution or whatever. Like, she's just crazy or whatever. And I'm like, oh, snaps, you know? So I'm, you know? Thinking that's it. So then when I actually talked to Kim, Kim's all like, yeah, I just got out of the hospital. Like, I, like, I, I lost it. I'm like, what do you, I was like, what do you mean? She's all, Selena was, um, um, effing Larry. 
<laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> she failed to mention that part. So I remember I was working at Vans, and Selena comes in, and she's like, um, I was like, hey, Selena, I talked to Jess the other day, and she's all like, she said that you're effing Larry, and she's like, oh, yeah. So nonchalant, like like everybody does it. That's your best friend's boyfriend. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, you, that, you're just not a good person. Like, uh, you're just not a good person. She, like, she must like the rush of things. Because that's know. like at the party. And yeah. Yeah, at the party that I was hosting um, in the bathroom. And I was just like, oh, snap. Like, you know, and I'm like, I'm not, I, one, I'm the type of person that, again, I don't really show emotion. So I'm like, I'm not going to let anybody know I'm upset. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to pass out some drinks to everybody and we're just going to keep it pushing. And then I'll handle this at a later time. You know, like, I probably wouldn't be good on a reality TV show because, you know, they want you to pop off. <laughs> but, yeah, I just kept it cool. Like, you know, and then I remember my cousin come, comes up to me. He's all like, oh, why aren't you here with nobody? He's all like, it, he says this too. Um, you might want to uh, get your girl or whatever before somebody you know swoops up on him. After you already smashed her, <laughs> I'm like, I should have punched him in his face, but then it would have been a whole bunch of controversy, you know. <laughs> Dang, um, we're good now though. Like, I let's water under the bridge. This happened like 2015. Um, it was like seven years That's ago. Um, and it's funny. There's this song by um. Samo, who I had on my podcast, shout out to Samo, um, called Apology. And it's funny because I was listening to all his songs and I was resonating because all his songs are like meaningful about like, you know, um, focusing on yourself and everything. And there's a song Apology I always skipped over. So finally one day I'm driving um, to LA and I'm just, I put it on because it's like an eight minute song and I'm like listening to it. And like literally he talks about like, you slept with my best man, like, or you did that, like, like, literally word for word, like, that was what I was, I was like, this is my story, like, <laughs> how'd you know I need to check, like, um, but, sorry, but yeah, that, 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 um, she, that's, she, crazy. that's crazy, that's a crazy story. So, for my last question, I think I've asked you this before, um, that last podcast, but I can't Remind me if I did, because if I haven't, I'm going to ask. Actually, I'm not even going to ask you that question. I'm going to do something different. So the last couple of podcasts that I've done, I've asked this question um, to people because I realized that nobody, like nine times out of ten people really don't get asked this question or, or asked to do this. But so what I have, um, I want you to uh, tell yourself that what you're proud of yourself for. You know, like throughout your whole life, what what are some things that you're just like, oh shit, like I made it through this or I did this, I, I accomplished something. Like, what are you proud of yourself for? Give yourself. It's crazy. Okay, but go ahead. No, give yourself kudos. What's crazy? Oh no, it's crazy because when you're saying I'm gonna ask you something or have you do something mm-hmm. that nobody's done, I was thinking like he's gonna have me say something to myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I'm proud of myself for not winding up in prison i'm proud of myself for not being a statistic um of the african-american that they try to pit us in i'm proud of myself for breaking one of the generational curses which was finances um at such a young age and i'm proud of myself for giving more than i've taken from people i love that 
I'll leave it with that one. Yeah, thank you so much. I um, yeah, I'm gonna start doing that for all my all my guests because I feel like we. I don't know. Sometimes we get can be. I mean, not you and me, but some people can be hard on themselves and not realize that they actually have accomplished things. You know, even though they're still on their journey. So I wanted to um get oh, another artist just hit me up right now in my DMs for another podcast. So you know, investing. You know, um, but I um want to thank you so much. I know that Jerry wants to come on the podcast with you um, so we can have another dialogue. So we'll set that up in the next couple of weeks or whatnot. Um, All right, let's do that. That'd be dope. Um, oh, that was a good, that, that would be good. That'd be good. Yeah. And I do want to, I'm saying on the podcast, cause I've been thinking about, it, I do want to do another trip um, again. I'm just not paying for everybody this time. <laughs> um, um, but we can invite more people and whatnot. Just another guy's trip. Because I don't know, like, I, I'm so pro. Like, I know, like, in this the world that we live in right now, everything is, like, pro-women and stuff. And But as a, a African-American and a, and a minority, as a male, like, we go through a lot of shit, too. I know we may have it easier than the black woman. Don't get me wrong, but we go we go through some stuff. You know, it's hard out here for a black man. So I like I just even doing that event and that we did. I don't know, I want to call it an event, but just going to Big Bear and actually just chilling and just you know like that shit was therapeutic, therapeutic in a sense. And that was probably the first. It was. Thing, you know, yeah. It was like literally, it was a therapeutic retreat. Yeah, I felt refreshed. So yeah, so I feel like we got to do it again. So. I'm down, man. Thank you for having me on. I think it's important. You know, we have to have these conversations. And I'm like, man, this is cool. It's different than some of the podcasts I'm on. But I think it's really important for, you know, African-Americans, males especially, to be able to have these conversations and be able to open up. Because that's key once we have that reflection within ourselves. That's how y'all get the wealth. Exactly, exactly. So before you go, tell the people where they can find you and your businesses or whatever and how they can link with you. Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Elevate Your Rentals. And you guys can, if you guys want tips on getting into the car rental space, you can text the word Turo to 702-297-6497. Perfect. Thank you so much again. And I will be in contact with you. All right, sounds good. And then before I let y'all go, every song that you heard today, minus the 3LW song, you can get on my playlist right now. It's on Spotify and Apple Music. Terrell Garnett presents, uh, I forgot the damn name of the (laughs) playlist, but Terrell Garnett presents uh, Vibes Sold Separate.